<laughs> Welcome to a horrifying Halloween edition of Planet Platypus. Today's episode is a shack full of frightening surprises and ghoulish guests. And a special Spookfire of the Week. Please welcome your host, Bloody Mac, DJ Splatterpuss, and Freak Show Josh Fury. <laughs> the planet is gone. The planet is gone. The planet is gone. The planet is gone. Yeah. The planet is gone. A Halloween edition for that ass. Wow. Come on! <laughs> it's Manus is that, that guy sounds like if the Rhea doll was stuck here in the studio and you were all by yourself. Yeah, that's, that's how it would sound. You would make. Yeah, like Rhea. <laughs> well, welcome back once again. Wow. Yeah. First of all, I love it. Uh, welcome back to Planet Platypus. Happy Halloween, everybody. We're back. That's right. That's right. We're talking about, in our Halloween spooktacular, monsters of the industry. That's right. Yeah. Who are the monsters of our industry? Now, this discussion came up yesterday. I was FaceTiming with Mr. and Mrs. Dane Hansen, and... Um, we got onto a. Dane put a very sensitive post on the Panda page yeah. with, uh, this weekend about elaborate charting, on that about charting. He was okay. he, Dane's been a little you upset. keep me in the loop. Yeah, he's been a little upset that that the people aren't charting again, and okay. it, it turned into a stern offensive from the president. And I applauded his effort. I applauded what he said. And uh, we got on a discussion about it. And somehow, through that discussion, um, we ended up talking about success stories in our industry. Who is the most, who's the biggest monster of our industry as far as their success, their notoriety? Okay. Like Lisa Ann could be a monster because yeah, she's she, definitely a monster. she, you know, she went to a plateau in our industry and then. She figured out a way to circumvent herself into the mainstream. Um, so she can be considered a monster. Ron Sparkman was the monster that we were talking about. Now, here's a guy that if you would have told me eight years ago mm -hmm. when Hurricane Sparkman showed up in my DJ booth in Miami. I don't know if you guys remember that story where he kicked my hard drive out in the middle of a Friday night. He was oh. a mess. And now... The guy's writing children's books, and he's on a short list to go to the fucking planet Jupiter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, that is just mind-freaking-boggling to me. Like, I, I don't even, I'm, I'm not even able to comprehend. Like, Dane and I were like, what if you can go back in time to 10 years ago when we were at the Artisan, and we started Panda, mm. and we looked at all these people at this pool party and said, you're going to marry, you're going to marry that girl. That person over there is going to end up being your boss one day. That person's going to the freaking moon. That per you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's it's just so. Who are the monsters of our business? You know, like like we started getting into that discussion where like like he said, well, I think Willard 
being a motivational speaker and what he's been through would be a bigger monster than Sparkman. And then I said, well, Angelina Spencer would be a bigger monster than Willard because of what she's done on Capitol Hill for our industry. She's actually been in front of Congress. She's wrote books. She's, you know, she's a pretty, pretty big deal. Yeah. Eric Langan's a monster. Monster. He, he, he has 50 properties in a club chain. I mean, that's ridiculous, you know. Um, he, he's a Jerry monster. Westland's a monster. Jerry he's, oh, yeah, Jerry Westland. He's like the Sesame Street monster, the one that you're not afraid of, the one that's happy. He looks like a snuggly monster. He's like Snuffleupagus. Yeah. yeah. He's snuffy. So, so I figured we could go through some <laughs> categories of our industry, and I would be curious to your opinions on who's the biggest monster. Beast. Yeah. Beast mode, the monster. Yeah. You know, like who... Who puts all their chips in the middle of yes. the table? Who I like, I leave it to Platt to put like a positive spin on what I thought was going to be a negative segment. You, you, you thought I was going to hack you on did, people, you did. didn't you? you, you? you yeah, you, yeah. You, Do we get to do both? You tricked me. <laughs> I have no problem going the other way if you guys don't. But I mean, you know, every time we do that, somebody gets a little sensitive and we get hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm just saying. Right, so beast, beast, monster. We're all DJs, so right. let's start there. We have to okay. collectively pick the biggest monster DJ. You know. Hmm. Now, now let's. I, I would put forth a, a certain criteria. DJ platypus uh, myself. Yeah, well, I mean, if I, I mean, had to, because uh, I don't encounter any, and there's a lot of DJs in this business that are fantastic at several aspects of their life. There is one all-encompassing motherfucker that seems to be almost a motivational star in this industry, and that yeah. is my brother Platypus here. Sure. And I and I, I don't just say that because I'm your friend or because I've worked with you. I say that as a witness, as a single DJ, being in the DJ game and going through this uh, two-decade process with you, there's just nobody, there's nobody in the business like you. And I and I really and I really 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 admire all of the things that you bring to this job that I didn't even know existed in this job. Right. Well, I appreciate you that. are a monster. But everybody listening monster. is rolling their eyes right now. I'm so gonna, maybe I'm we should keep me on, on, but, but on Bobby. Bobby. Uh, yeah. Me wrong. Because even like if you go back 20 years ago, um, when there were the the big. You know, strip club DJs in our industry, the guys that were like making, Marky Mark, like Marky and, Mark, and those guys, like yeah. that generation. Um, but none of them have done what you've done in terms of the rest of the industry. You've kind of become a, a, an advocate for the strip club industry in general. Everybody at every club knows who you are, not just as the DJ at Tootsie's, but as a uh, as somebody that's in the forefront of the strip club business. See, now with the innovation of social media, we've been able to escape our local bu bubble, which <clears> is something right. that jocks have never been able to do. No. Like you made brought up the point years ago. We didn't even know anybody outside of our our own county yeah. at one time. And now we know people across the country. Sure. But at the same time, you took that and did something with it and took it to the next step. So I don't even think there has been a DJ Platypus nah. of the past. No, nah, and there'll never you be know? another DJ Platypus. You are the Christina Gucci. <laughs> oh, you are the DJ. You're the Gooch. Wow. You're the male Gooch. Yes. That is a heavy compliment. I appreciate that. Yeah. But let's exclude me for the sake of argument and okay. the sake of it's our show. And the three of us shouldn't be included in a discussion such as the biggest monsters all right i appreciate it thank you it means a lot bobby i appreciate the kind words i do but let's let's go somewhere else with this right. let's so let's pick a different dj and let's set up a little quick criteria okay so right. the criteria is you gotta be great on the mic 
you got to be like legendary status on the microphone. Right. You, you, you have to be a team player to where if we called your club owner, they would sing your praises. Yeah. You, you, you have to be able to promote your club and be well known. So with the with that type of criteria, who's the first uh, person that comes to your mind? Who's the monster DJ? Jimmy Boucher. Jimmy Boucher. Very good. That's a great that's answer. That's a great answer. First one that comes to my mind, he's uh, his music is great. He puts a lot into what he does. He's constantly investing into his craft on the mic. I mean, nobody could touch him on the mic in terms of uh, just his quick wit, humor, uh, loyal. Yeah, team player. Loyal. I mean, like, yeah. yeah I, mean, I don't think there's a more loyal person <clears throat> in the business that I can think of, in the, especially in the DJ realm, than Jimmy Boucher. I mean, he, he his fucking truck has Monroe's on it. His personal truck yeah, so has, yeah. has Monroe's on it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is, That's a commitment. <clears throat> it's yeah. an extreme testament that if you work for an owner that is extreme... Okay, and and the owner of Monroe Scott is an extreme owner. He is yeah. hands on. Yeah. He is eyes on. He is extreme. Yeah, and he has complete faith in Jimmy. Like Jimmy can make a call and will not be challenged. Like yes. that will explain to you the type of and job that, that Jimmy does makes for his owner. Jimmy a monster. Yeah, yeah. Binger is Binger a monster? Absolutely. Yeah, that club has absolute faith in him and a voice, man. He's got the voice. He's got the he rap. He owns the room. The, the entertainers love him. Yeah. Love, love, love him. You know what I mean? Mm. He That's does. A, you know, it's funny that you bring that up. It's such a hard sell to have that all 10 type category thing going on. Mm -hmm. and it's funny because there was just a conversation about that in Panda where somebody asked, name somebody other than yourself. And the names that came out of there just, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of those names annoyed the fuck out of me, though. I'm not gonna lie. Of course, but at the same time, you know that the was, concept was there. Yeah, the I get it. Concept was there. Yeah, absolutely. And Binger definitely meets that criteria. Yeah, where like he's... yeah, he's just a golden boy across the board. Okay, you know, it's... like you picture people giving you the Olympic scores that mm -hmm. you let's go to the judges and see what kind of scores they get. Yeah, yeah. you got to think Binger's getting you know high nines. Binger's up there. He's in the conversation. Yeah, you know, for sure. Is uh, is Jeb Gerald in the conversation? He's you know running Panda right now. He's back in the booth. He did the management thing. Jeb has always been a good guy. He's Great guy. Just, he keeps bouncing in and out of what uh, he wants to do. But I mean, I just, so his lack of consistency takes him out of the monster conversation. I, uh, you know what I mean. Jeb was running a, a cover jock at some point as a, as a manager. So I don't. I don't know. Like, well, for, in all fairness, for his day shift. Yeah, I haven't and, seen Jeb like, and it, it could be my lack of experience in Jeb's room. Like, I yeah. haven't seen Jeb on the mic. Is he? Have you done? Have you seen him? Yeah, no, he's solid, very solid. Like, I would hire Jeb in a second. There I would even. I wouldn't even think about it. Uh, I trust your. I trust your criteria. So yeah. if. if if you say that the man can kill, then I have absolute faith that he can kill. Who else is a big DJ name that we're leaving out? Swigert's the DJ uh, of the year right now. Yeah, yeah. DJ I mean, of the year. I mean, that's a that's a pretty high accolade. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say definitely he's in the conversation. Uh, he seems to be beloved. Big time. Um, Fighting through an illness. I true, mean, yeah. you know, the guy has legitimate, uh, you know, issues health-wise. Right. yeah. And barrels through that shit every night and gets on the microphone and does his thing. Uh, seems to be a very entertaining guy also. When I, I've never heard him in his club. I've never been to his club. But I have heard him on the microphone at Expo at various events. And the guy, got, he's got skills, man. He yeah. could fucking, yeah, man. Yeah. So I, 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 want, I want to say he's, he's a monster. You know who is a monster? And I say this as, a, as, as uh, the host of the EDIs. David Hume came through oh, for David us. Oh, David Holm. 
came through for us in Texas in ways From that I could, could not even explain to you. Oh, da- wow. David's solid, man. That kid, that kid is a monster. And then if you talk about David, you got to throw my boy Dylan. Dylan Boyd, DB. DB's a monster, man. Yeah. And he's come a long way. I'm very proud of DB. Uh, I'm, I, I think that he's got a tremendous skill, loyalty. Um, he's a promo machine. He's a club first guy. Monster. Hmm. Just a monster. We're missing somebody big, though. Tim Ooh. Rhodes. You think Tim's a monster? Yeah. All right, this is going to get interesting because yeah. I have an opinion on this. Bobby, yeah. what do you think? Is Rhodes a monster? Um, he's. If you ask him, he would tell you yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim is. Is Tim misunderstood or is Tim just a dick? I think yes. Tim is a dick, um, but I think that uh, at his club, I'm sure he's he's fine. I don't think people that work with him think he's a dick. I think he's kind of a dick on purpose just to be funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, he gives a shit about what other people I, think. I think that's got to be close to the truth because I got to be honest. If, if, I'm, if I'm being rawly honest, the problems I have with Tim Rhodes have nothing to do with his performance as a job. Same here. It's really him as a person and some of the misfirings that we've had. Uh, you know, putting together events or, uh, you know, things outside of the actual performance of being a DJ. I'm sure as a DJ, he's got to be a monster because he wouldn't be in the seat he's in. That's a great point. Right. But it's, uh, you know. He's been around a long time. If he says something, there is a gaggle of followers that are like, right on, I'll walk right in that fiery pit with you. Yeah. You know, if I say something, people are like, fuck that guy. Within that group, uh, guys like... Tim and like you kind of represent like the dream, you know what I mean? Like that's that's why do we though? That's, that's why a very we good point. do this to uh, to get to that level. That's a very you know good I mean? point. The so the job status a lot of time dictates the amount of attention people will give you. Then Tim Rhodes is a monster. Right. Well, yeah. then there you go. Then you have your answer. Is there any other DJ we've left out that would be a monster? Well, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, this is tons. I just, I mean, Gonzo is a monster. Gonzo is at yeah. least a monster. Gonzo. I mean, he is so good on the microphone. Right. He's he quick, he's witty, he's loyal. The people at his club love him. He's been there forever. Let me um, tell you why I started following Gonzo, and this is as a 14, 15-year-old kid. Gonzo has always, always had the innate ability to own every room he walks into. Right. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be with him, and he'll come into a restaurant. He'll come into a movie theater. He'll come into a party. He'll come into anywhere, and he'll own the room. Yeah. It's amazing to watch a dude walk around in a mall because yeah. he can own a room that big, Sounds too. Sounds like he was just born for this job. Yeah, I mean, his size is, is I guess, what gave him the initial intimidation imitation factor. Yeah. But And then on, to back up that size with that voice, yeah. too. He's got that, that very powerful it was, it was voice. A, it was a really captivating thing. And it, it for, like, in the social, socialization study of watching my friends and seeing where people gathered and what they did and stuff... Watching Gonzo own a room was one of the greatest gifts I ever got growing up. Got a chainsaw. Hold on. It's like, yeah. I think somebody's breaking into the studio via chainsaw right now in our Halloween special. Oh, man, you know what that means. He is right outside the window. Right outside the fucking window. (laughs) Almost as if he's peeking in going, what are these guys doing in here, man? Hey, man, we're trying to do podcasts in here, man. Wave wave some money at the window. See if you can come closer. (laughs) Comes Tim with a buzzsaw trying to get in. Take over the show. I'll show those assholes. I'll set the chainsaw. Uh, Sonar, what do you think? This might be a good time to uh, to maybe break. Yeah, let's take a break. uh, Come back. I got got a very special Spitfire on deck that I cannot wait for you guys to And we got to do some industry trick-or-treating, so... uh, 
We're going to take a break. We got Spitfire. We got uh, something special in line for you guys. And we'll be right back with the Chainsaw. Playmates is Miami's best kept secret. Great food and top level entertainment. Playmates features events and a great menu. Check out PlaymatesClub.com for all your entertainment needs. This club is known for great customer service, not to mention it's a non-stop party. The staff is friendly, the club is beautiful, and there's never a shortage of hot entertainers. PlaymatesClub.com, the party is on. Attention all club owners. Did you know there's a platform for DJ education? PandaMembers.org is an association for professional DJs. Panda stands for Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. With over 1,000 members, Panda is always growing and generating top DJs in our industry with an educational platform and discussions on how to better the DJ's craft. If your current DJ staff is not a member of Panda yet, President Dane Hansen welcomes you to check out PandaMembers.org. It could change your business for the better. Like they, for some reason, him and I just both decided we were dressing up as women for a scavenger hunt. Oh no, it was no, that wasn't me. Yeah, well, maybe Richie or something. Oh, welcome back. Did you feel that? That was weird. I just vaporized into the show. <laughs> that was really weird. I just kind of picked it up mid-conversation, so the listeners at home are just gonna go like, "Hey, remember that time we both dressed up like a woman?" <laughs> <laughs> Trick or treat. These are features that if they came to your door, mm -hmm. would you give them a treat or would you give them a trick? Meaning like, you know, show wise, like, you know, just everything you look for in a feature entertainer. Wait, so wait, trick is a good thing? <laughs> treat is a good treat thing. Treat is a good thing. Okay. Trick is like you're shutting the door. Like you're basically oh, saying, I thought, like, like, trick is like she's going on stage and I'm gonna play Billy Ray Cyrus. When yes, she gets there. trick or treat. Okay. Yeah, I'm playing you Billy Ray Cyrus. I thought trick meant so, like I, I, I had to do a pole trick for her or something. So I did it this week. Let's go around the room real quick. <laughs> These are feature entertainers coming okay. up to your door, ringing the doorbell. Josh, I'm gonna give you a softball to start things sure. off. Heather Heaven is at oh, your door. Oh well, you know that's my boo. Trick or treat. So I'll be treating my lady. You're gonna treat, okay? Like, a, like an extra special snack. All right. Bob. He's gonna he's gonna throw me by by telling me something <laughs> we haven't talked about. Watch this. Go ahead. Here we go. Bobby Mack. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you about. I'm tricking or treating, Josh. Hang on. Yeah, this is trick or treat. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Okay. This is this is trick or treat. All right. And I'm going to go with. Annie Lane. Ooh. Hmm. I think kind of Annie would appreciate the trick, don't you? She would find <laughs> that as a, like a challenge. Yeah, she might wear that as a badge of, yeah. of honor. Yeah, I'm going to give Annie Lane the biggest treat I have in my bag. The biggest treat I'm probably going to give her two extra. Uh, what's, so, what's Annie's costume? Annie is probably... Well, I can tell you what Annie's costume is because Annie's got a new show she's working on. Oh, okay. You got and it's exclusive. pretty spectacular. And I did get an exclusive. She is doing a, a flight attendant show. Ooh. And she got a Jackie costume made, a flight attendant costume made with all sequins. Holy and shit. So Annie would probably <clears throat> ring your doorbell as a sexy flight attendant. Which, Ooh. by the way, let's just be honest, that's a lost art now. Yeah. Which part? <laughs> the, the hot flight the attendant sexy, thing. Uh, that's something only our generation yeah. will remember. Yeah. There are no hot flight remember attendants Remember when you used anymore. to be able to smoke a cigarette on a plane? <laughs> That's how people, old we are. People dressed up to go on a plane. Yeah, people wore suits on planes. Dude. It was like a thing. It was like going to church. You had to get your plane clothes on. 
Oh, yeah. You couldn't wear something. No, you and can't now, show up in PJs and now, you know, flip-flops. The only type of people on the oh, plane yeah. are, in, are skeezed out. Like, they're yeah, in you got to be comfortable. Sweatpants. You want a long flight. Like, you want to be cozy. All right, we're trick-or-treating right oh, now, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> How about Justice? Josh? Justice? Yeah, yeah, she gets a treat. Bobby? Yeah, I have to give Justice a treat. All right. Katie yeah. Sutra. I'll start this one off. <laughs> trick! <laughs> so the trick- Why are you going to trick her? I'm slamming the door on Katie. Ooh, that's harsh. Yeah, that's like harsh. Because she wouldn't just say trick or treat once. She would say trick or treat like a thousand times. She'd be that kid. What's her costume? See, her costume is. Um, I see her as like Chucky. Chucky? Yeah, she'll be like a little Chucky. But like a she always slut. does like a little sailor type thing. Okay, I just see like a, like a sexy Chucky, a like sexy, a little like overall little skirt, you know? Sexy Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that sorry, Katie, with the Chucky wig and like a little like you know. Make, so are like you giving her a trick or a treat? I'm. I already shut the door. Yeah, I'm. Well, I already gave her a costume, so I'm definitely going to give her the treat too. Okay, I see where this is going, Bobby. <laughs> I'm going to give her a treat, but I'm going to give her the worst treat, so she's going to be the kid that gets raisins. She's going to oh, <laughs> get the worst. box of raisins. Yeah. Oh, I would, the worst. I would give her pennies. <laughs> the, yeah, the pennies. There was always that person that gave pennies. My Ooh. mom gave pennies every year. What were the worst? <laughs> That's why house got candies. Like when every you year. when you emptied the sack on Halloween night when you got home, mm-hmm. uh, you sweet know, tarts, grease paint running down your face, yeah. anticipating the feast you're about to have the sugar overload it's, it's got to be sweet tarts i mean everybody says candy corn that's such a lame yeah. answer. dude it's sweet, sweet tarts, tarts are it's awful. the only fucking thing in your bag um, it doesn't go with anything else uh you could uh, literally be shoving everything else in your mouth the minute you get the sweet tarts it fucks uh, yeah. everything up it's like the toothpaste of candy it's awful. yeah it's fucking yeah. horrible uh, yeah good and plenties <laughs> this is an awful good and plenties it's like what what cruel fucking soul gives a kid a fucking 180 year old candy as a treat like candy coated licorice like licorice was shit so somebody in a meeting went yeah. you know what just put some candy on that and there's <laughs> always that one person who forgot about halloween or didn't have time to get the candy and then you get like one Werther's caramel chip. Oh. Like, you know, like you know that was in someone's purse. Like, like that wasn't like right. in the a hard candy, the strawberry wrapper, hard candy. Like, Those uh, are yeah. nasty. Yeah. The single oh, butterscotch. Uh, you butterscotch people got some nerves giving out that shit. What about the best uh, trick or treats? Like your favorite ones. Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, Twix was always good. Josh nailed it. There would be always one house that gave you the full size candy bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't even the... matter what that candy bar was. Halloween's yeah. responsible for my diabetes. I'm going to tell you right now because yeah. I ate every. I was one of those kids that ate everything in their bag. You know, how some kids would like give some away, throw some away. Like I would eat the licorice. Just like I got to go through a licorice phase. I got to find out what it tastes like. Though there was something called a squirrel. No oh, squirrel nuts. They were yeah. like a. It was it's a like block a hard, of inedible caramel. <laughs> it was like a hard caramel that would rip your teeth out. Yeah, with like chunks of nut bits in there. Right. right. So it's like just I don't as know you're, that one. you're starting oh, to man. get into the good caramel, all of a sudden nuts start throwing. It's like yeah. the worst candy uh, ever. It's like tar with boulders. It was in it. like the penny candies we used to get. But so squirrel nuts, yeah, those are terrible. And and you you relate to the New England uh, thing, uh, the Necco wafers. I don't know oh if that's if they the have those nationally. Chalk coins. Ever heard of those Necco no. wafers? Oh. So oh, just terrible. like uh, it was a sleeve of wafers, but they were like chalk. They were uh, chalk. Like, yeah. Remember the candy cigarettes? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. I, I know those. And yeah, it came yeah. in Neapolitan right. flavors, so like yeah. strawberry, vanilla, chocolate, uh, over and over again. And yeah, it was but just, the chocolate didn't mm. taste like chocolate. But the Catholics would take that candy and do the body of Christ. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, body yeah, of Christ. Yeah. 
Uh, the, the best, the best treat I ever got on Halloween. So great that I still remember it to this day. I knocked on a door that they must have run out of candy and just started giving random shit that they had in the house, you know. And I got a, a record, a forty-five <laughs> of 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 Pac-Man Fever. Oh, Buckner and Garcia, great song. <laughs> <laughs> So I had the 45 record of Pac-Man Fever. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I wow. just was so, I thought that was so cool as a little kid. Can, we please, can worst... we please go out of this break of Pac-Man Fever? <laughs> yes, Do absolutely. me that one favor. We go will. Ahead. The yes. worst one had to be, um, there was this candy that had these, it was hard candy that was stuck to a sheet of paper. Oh, the and you candy to, buttons? Yeah, the, the buttons. That, yeah, the dots. The, the dots, dots, and you'd yeah. have to pick them off. <laughs> and you'd always end up with a piece of paper in your mouth. It was like, that was the worst one. But for me, Reese's, a, there's, let me tell you, the best candy in the world is a fresh, right out of the factory, fresh <laughs> Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cup. There's nothing better. Do you know what the worst candy is? Uh, what? A stale Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cup. <laughs> Like the people who saved their Halloween candy from last year there's and they're giving you away worse. this year. Yeah. And there's a fucking, there's a piece of peanut butter cup like you're talking about that the minute you bite into it, it tastes like chocolate and then a little pillow of flour. Just yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's terrible. Powdery it white. Sucks, sucks yeah. all the saliva out of your <laughs> teeth. <It's terrible. laughs> it ruins everything. Yeah. All right. But so. no, hang on. The worst for me was, you remember the little... They were called bats, and they were a popsicle stick with a piece of really hard taffy with a baseball player on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It came in like vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and I they were just, this. it was basically, you put this stick with candy in your mouth, and you tried to pull on it and pull on it and do something with it. It was just plastic. You would basically have to break it down over a half hour of time. Just yeah, we ingested a lot it. of chemicals. Remember that 80s. one house? <laughs> <laughs> that one house that gave candy canes? Like, what the fuck? Oh, oh come on. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not even trying. Yeah. I lied. I said I ate everything in my bag. I lied. I took fucking peppermint shit out. Fuck you and your starved fucking candy. Get out of here. Yeah, and then there was yeah. that one person that gave you fruit that was trying to be different. An yeah. apple. Oh, here's an apple. Yeah, and, and then some somebody came up with a genius plan to plant in the media that there's razor blades in those apples yeah, and yeah. not to let the kids eat the apples. That was a kid who got too many that apples That was a kid year. that got too many apples one year, exactly. Uh, what a disappointment. <laughs> now, I wonder, we need to get Brian on the phone. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Why? Because he, you know. Tell me why. We're talking about features. We're talking about trick-or-treating. We're talking about candy. There's one person that comes to mind when I think of all these things, a feature that would be able to trick-or-treat and get the bag full of candy. And that has to be Tiny Taxi, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Now, Tiny Taxi was at Cadillac Lounge. They were, she was at the lounge last week. Packed the place. Packed the place. Yeah. And I really, I mean, Brian gave, see, you're not up late enough, maybe more so now than you used to be, Bobby, but <clears throat> Brian, Josh, and I have had an open text message that spawns back to about two years now. <laughs> yeah. And... I could pretty much count that every night around 3, 4 in the morning, something pops up and a thread goes. And if I read these things or if I had you read these things as Morgan Freeman, first of all, we can never air them. But <laughs> they would be hilarious. Uh, deleted, expletive, deleted, expletive, deleted. <laughs> However, um, Brian didn't really give us too many details on this past feature which was tiny taxi so let's get brian on the line let's find out what happened there and what kind of candy brian is giving out tomorrow and all that good stuff i got a pocket full of quarters and i'm headed to the arcade 
you looking to book a feature entertainer for your club? Look no further. CinefoldStrips.com has you covered. CinefoldStrips.com is a great place to make any event a successful event. CinefoldStrips.com has celebrity lookalikes, porn stars, showgirls, and many other acts to make your event a memorable one. Enhance your guest experience by partnering up with Danny and his team of professionals. CinefoldStrips.com. Tell them Planet Platypus sent you. Rick's Cabaret, it's one of the biggest chains in the adult industry. With over 50 clubs nationwide, Rick's Cabaret is a great destination no matter what state you're visiting. Check out rickscabaret.com for a full list of clubs near you. And if you want a piece of the action, Rick's Cabaret is a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ under the letters R-I-C-K. Rick's Cabaret has been awarded National Club Chain of the Year numerous times. Check out rickscabaret.com for all your entertainment needs. And welcome back to our Halloween extravaganza. <laughs> ah, right now on the phone, we got the man himself, the GM, the OG GM. Our boss. Our boss. The one and only. The guy who runs this shit. The man. Behind the scenes. The myth. One man. One town. <laughs> one strip club. Ryan Notriani. Yeah. yeah. What, what up, is man? going on, guys? Well, we've had a show of shows today. Um, we've unleashed the monsters of the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we. Oh. Brian, if I asked you who's the biggest monster in our industry, who would you say? Monster. What do you mean by monster? See, see, he's, see that was smart. You asked. I that was very smart. The answer. See, that I, was I that was, was a trick question right there. Um, and that's what uh, I'm sure people were thinking that we would initially talk about monsters meaning a bad thing, but monsters actually means a good thing. Like somebody who's, you know, uh, does the extra work, does the extra effort, somebody who stands way above the crowd, you know, um, like we, like, uh, we, we said earlier that, um, Sparkman going to space is a big deal, but Willard being a motivational speaker with one leg trumps him. Angelina Spencer fighting against lawsuits on Capitol Hill and writing books trumps Willard. Who would trump Angelina to you? Wow. Oh, man. It's, that's a tough to, to uh, Monsters of the industry. Remember they used to do monsters. those albums, Monsters of Rock. Monsters of Metal. Exactly, Josh. The monsters, the monsters of, the, of the strip club industry. Monsters yeah. of funk. Um I don't think you're trumping Angelina Spencer. I don't think it's happening. I'm shocked that he didn't say Richard Chappie. Yeah, you would think that was a perfect Man. opportunity because he was he was a big advocate at the beginning too, fighting fighting for the for plus the rights. that's Brian's real boss. Like, for the that was a great opportunity to kind of like yeah. you know shocked brownie Brian. points or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Pretty disappointed. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your official answer, Brian, is you can't pick anyone. I don't. Th- I mean, I don't think anyone's going to uh, top Angelina Spencer on a, on a national level. No way. I, I like mean, she's that. just. Uh, she just doesn't stop. She I does agree. Not stop. She's a monster. Mm. She is a monster. Mm. She is. All right. So listen, Halloween is here. It's that time of year. Uh, speaking of which, I'd like to do a quick commercial. Tootsie's Cabaret, <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> I'm talking voodoo party with none other than Angel Bo, feature entertainer doing three shows, 6.30 p.m., 10.30 p.m., and 12.30 p.m. Stop into Tootsie's, see the show, and all weekend we've got nothing but craziness going on, including the big UFC pay-per-view 
Diaz, the bad motherfucker title is on the line. And we've got all that action at Tootsie's on our 320 square foot LED 4K screen, bringing you not only the NFL package, but also the NBA pass. Every single NBA game, all NBA season, only at Tootsie's Cabaret. That's www.tootsiescabaret.com. www.tootsiescabaret.com. So, Brian. <laughs> Sorry, we're trying to do more live commercial reads during the show, and uh, I just remembered that we were supposed to do that this week, and we're at yeah. the end of the show, so I wanted to throw that in there. But Brian... I will say that was flawless. That was, that was flawless. You, you, you pulled that one off. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. So I want to get right into it, because you had Tiny Taxi yes. featuring at your club this past oh, weekend. Yeah. And um, since it's Halloween, and we were talking about trick-or-treaters, we were talking about good candy versus bad candy... If Tiny Texie came to my door, would I give her a trick or treat? I would say trick because I'm not going to lie. She kind of creeps me out. So I just wanted, I'm just being that real. Is not nice. It's not. And uh. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying there's something about her where she looks like a little girl and she's got makeup on and she's being provocative and it freaks me out. And I okay. know I'm not the only one that thinks that. And I'm just and I'm being. Sure it's not the first time she's okay. got that. Either. I'm just being real. But Brian, I want your take on. Brian, that. let's get the report. Okay. All right. So here's this is actually was discussed all weekend here. Um, she uh, now number one as as a father with a daughter, my my whole view on it is she is probably the same size as my daughter, and she, she's very you know she's very childlike features. She's very you know very well proportioned. Um, she's. Uh, She's just got that unique look to her where, where, you know, these other little people that you, you hire to come to your clubs, uh, you know, they, they, they have adult features. She doesn't. Right. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, I gotta say it was kind of controversial and, uh, it, it definitely, uh, it brought out some characters because people, people are curious, you know, at the end of the day, people are curious and, and then they come into your club to see uh, different acts like this. So, uh, everyone kind of had their unique view on it. And I'm sure she did a good show. Tell us a little bit about her show. Oh, her shows are great, actually. They were, uh, she puts on some, some high-energy shows, and uh, she, she puts a lot into them, her acts. You know, a lot of props and uh, different things like that. She did a uh, Bride of Chucky show on uh, Saturday night, oh, cool. which was uh, pretty awesome. And uh, I think she did a Star Wars show, too, which was pretty cool. So she, she definitely puts a, a lot which of Which character in Star and, Wars is she? Is she an Ewok? What, what, like, what? <laughs> it was like, a, it was like a, a Sith Lord battle. It was, uh, it was interesting. She was a Sith Lord? Yes. Yeah, she's badass, man. She's uh, she's got a comic book. You she's know. two a... feet tall, Josh. <laughs> who, who is it, Bobby? The, the, she What's was working Sith with Lord? Like a, a George Lord. Perez. Yeah, yeah. Who is the ultimate. You know, he's, the, he's the king, the living king. She could have been R2-D2. She could have been. Um, who's the little character little in front job. of Jabba the Hutt? The, the little oh. Scalacious Crumb. Scalacious Crumb. Scalacious <laughs> oh, Crumb. Scalacious Crumb. Yeah, I mean she's tiny. <laughs> hey, so you uh, feel Brian, like she missed an opportunity? She, she is, well, I mean she is. She is. She is tiny. I mean, that's, uh, there's right. no question about. It. She is. She's. She's. She, you, you lose her in a crowd easy. <laughs> Brian, I have a question. I have a question that's actually on everybody's minds, but nobody's asking. Okay. I need a vagina report. Uh, it, oh. I, I just wanted to know, as far as proportion goes, because sometimes, you know, like, you, you see, uh, you see a, 
a short person performer and n- things are differently proportionate. This, you're actually curious about this? I don't, I want to know if she has I'm, a woman sized. Yeah, because like it adds to the. I, I, I'm so like creeped I just, out by this conversation. But go ahead. Oh, I just want to know. This is terrible. It, I didn't look. I'm telling you, I, I, I really didn't look. I, I do know. Liar. I am going to. to she did. Uh, she, she performed Friday night. And uh, close by to her hotel, there's an there's a, uh, amazing video in an adult store. And they went and they, uh, they bought a butt plug. And she had a butt plug in all night Saturday. She Nova. So she pulled a Nova. Wow. So there you go. Oh my God. So did they uh, see- now did they pull it out and auction it off at twelve o'clock? There was no auction. There was no live auction Saturday. Oh, man, but uh, it was like I said, it was uh it was the, the hot topic so, uh, amongst the customers and the staff. Are you a nude bottom club or are you topless only? Well, we're fully nude. Oh, so you got to see the butt plug in action and everything. And you got to see the vagina. How uh, big is it? I did not see her vagina. Yes, you did. I did not see her vagina. Uh, I did see the butt plug. What if it was strangely, Uh, like, really big? Like, she just had, like, a really long clit or something. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's so mean. I think she's adorable. I I think her shows are great. We were so packed Friday night. And uh, I remember her first show, she came, you know, she, you know, the layout of our club, basically, she came down this set of stairs, and, you know, we have the... uh, area where she's walking up all blocked off and she, she came up on the stage and uh you know people were going crazy they, they they were going nuts throwing money and i just remember uh they called me for something and i was heading towards my office and i just looked left and she did this flip you know what i mean and she got on the stage and she was she was pulling these moves off and i i couldn't believe it i, I could not believe it yeah i remember from the uh pajama contest this past at expo she was doing flips and stuff on the little stage and not for us uh she was supposed to be at our event but uh wound up being at a different event no no she was at our event at the I re- party at the pajama party. At the pajama yeah. party, yeah, yeah. she was. Not, yeah. the, not the panda. I That's what I was saying. No, no, party. the pajama party. Because she was doing little flips on the little yeah, stage. Yeah, in a bodysuit. And yes. we interviewed her, and she was pretty low key in the And interview. then one of the girls bench pressed her. Right. Yeah. Uh, so how big well, is the she's very open. She's very <laughs> open about her. Uh, she's very open about her sexuality. Is she open about she's her vagina? Not... <laughs> well, the she vagina like... was not discussed. It was is not she... discussed. Does it look like a Barbie doll riding a ham sandwich? <laughs> like straddling one. I mean, just I'm, come on. You know you looked at her vagina. Just be honest. Tell me. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't. You so did. What does it look like? Like quahog could, size. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, I could I could like you know rewind some surveillance footage and uh, <laughs> do that, but, but but I'm not going to. Let me pose the question, and I want to preface this by saying, in no way, shape, or form, am I trying to, and I'm probably being insulting. I'm really not trying to insult Tiny Taxi. I met her a few times. She she's was very cool. Uh, very Expo, cool. She did an very interview nice. with us. She was awesome. She's yeah. very nice. She's a good. Yeah. She's a good feature. She's a good booking. As Brian will attest, if you're a club owner or a decision maker in your club, you should highly consider uh, booking Tiny Taxi. Yeah, I'm going to throw fact, that out. There. The yeah. fact that we're talking yeah. about her right now for an hour is the reason you should definitely book <laughs> yeah, her. No, but but it's controversial. It That's really what I mean. Is. And, and 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 I just want. I'm just trying to stay true to who I am. Of course, it's really. It, am I? Would you, Bobby? If if with if Tiny Taxi proposed to you that she wanted to <sighs> climb on top of you and do sexual acts to you, would you be I, able I, to do it in a 
in a world where you had no other consequences, you know, would you yes or yeah, no? Yeah, I wouldn't. I would. You would. I, hang on. I wouldn't exclude her if that makes a better answer. Like she's not necessarily the type of woman I'm pursuing, but would I not do it because she looks that way? No, I it wouldn't turn her away because of it. Like there are there are different types of body types I would turn away, but. I understand what you mean. There's it's not about her body type. I think Brian hit it on the head. She's the same size as his daughter. She, you have a daughter. Yeah. She mm. she looks very young in her features. If I yeah, if I didn't have a kid, it was sassy like, Cassie does not look like she is a twelve year or a seven year old. She just doesn't. Right. No, I get it. Tiny Texie does. She's still a yeah. person though. Like if you vibe with her, maybe you vibe with her. Like could would you turn her away? Viva La, Viva, I would. Go crazy with I, Viva is, does not look like a Viva looks like a fun time. She's a little person who would she's but she doesn't look like she's seven, and it creeps me out. I just couldn't you know, that's mentally kind of go the, there. Uh, answer most people are giving here because you know we we went amongst the. Oh, staff that's going to be the question on everybody's mind. Question: What in, about you, uh, Brian? How did you answer? What would you do, Brian? I said, I said, no, only, I said, listen, I said, it has nothing to do with her being a little person. I said, she looks like a child to me. I said, so that's, no, I said, but I said, I'm not against, you know what I mean? I said, I said I'm not against little people. I said, or, uh, you know what I mean? I said, it's just that she looks, looks, looks like a child. I said, so there's no way that would be appealing to me. How many little people you know, have it was, you it was, uh, Obviously much, uh, <laughs> you know, more crude amongst the staff would, uh, you know, Brian, basically, oh, fuck a midget. That's basically what they were saying. How many midgets have you fucked? How many midgets? Have little I people, fucked? guys. I, yes. I don't. I don't think I've had sex with any midgets. Little I can people. remember. Little person. Little people. Yes. Yeah. We also discussed that at the end of the night, and she's not. She's not insulted by the word midget. No, but when we had, <laughs> did you casually throw around some midgets? <laughs> hey, yeah. what's going on, Mitch? It was a very late night Saturday night. It was a lot of uh, a lot of conversation. We yeah. closed at two. I didn't go home till four. So we we uh, oh, wow. sat around yeah. and talked for a while. I mean, when we had Sassy Cassie on the show, she explained the whole midget versus little person thing very right. well. Yeah, and, and then we get that information, and then we work with Mike, who's like, "Yeah, call me midget. I, I use it in my act." Yeah, you know, like yeah. So, it's, uh, you got to just got to be sensitive because you don't know how the other. But again, take it. there's a whole, and we've discovered this on the Planet Platypus podcast before. There's a whole tier of performers and acts that are geared towards the little person, the you know. This girl, Tiny Texie, I believe is on a shelf all by herself just because of that. Right. Would you do it, Josh? Yes. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I... Without I, even thinking about it. I mean, I, I fuck a rubber flashlight. I, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're in a you know dead what? Josh heat. put it in perspective for me. I'm a yes, too. <laughs> you, I, yeah, so we have two yeses and two no's. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well. why not? I, I, right, yeah, she, she seems like a great happening. time. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I feel no, like you I know, mean either, Brian. I, I, yeah, I feel like we're all being terribly disrespectful to her. But I, yeah, well, I, but yes, yes, I would. So, Brian, what do you got coming up at the LAC? Oh, uh, let me see. Uh, we've got our Halloween party tomorrow night. Nice. And uh, you know, we've got. Uh, I think next month I just uh, booked Jessa Rhodes is coming in. We've had her oh, wow. here before, so uh, that should be an interesting weekend. That's awesome, dude. Are you going through a tunnel? <laughs> yeah, Brian, you sound like you're going yeah, through a tunnel. Breaking up a little bit. I mean, I'm in no trouble. 
Let's try to figure out what we think Brian is saying. He's going to the Phantom Zone right now? He's going. That's what it sounded like he said. I'm going to the Phantom Zone. A topless grandma. Dude, that would be great. That would just really set the ambiance of fire in there. Brian, you with us? Brian, are you okay? Come to the light. Come to mommy. Let me, uh, Are you back? That'd be a good time to check out with the GM. Maybe get into that uh, Spitfire of the Week. And, uh, <laughs> and more Halloween fun. You just witnessed the fun. smoothest transition of all time. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Like, we yeah. were flowing really good. Yeah, and then we just something happened him. with Brian's phone. And he, what, what, what was the phrase? He got he went into the, the Phantom Zone. He went into the Phantom the Zone. Phantom the Phantom Zone. 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 Yes. Right, all kinds of spooky events going on on the Planet Platypus show today. Wow. We, we lost Brian in the Phantom I Zone. I want to say right now, I'm going to get a dedicated team of uh, scientific experts to make sure we find out where Brian went. Yeah, it's I like... I'm not uh, going to lose him to the uh, to the Upside Down. Yeah, it's like fucking the little girl <laughs> in Poltergeist. He went into the Upside <laughs> Down. Yeah, he's he, he went into the TV. He was just yeah. standing in front of that TV with all the interference. In, in the sports bar. Like, What was her name? Lori Ann, Carrie Ann? Carol Ann. Carol Ann, yeah. Caroline's in the TV. <laughs> Poor Brian. Brian's in the TV. Oh man. Well, listen, we, we've oh. we've said too much today. Yeah, we what really a show, have. man. I mean, we started off. We had no guests, no plan. Monsters. We we, we, we we uncovered monsters on our Halloween special. Yeah. We talked about. Candy. I think we were the monsters this week. Yeah. I insulted Katie Sutra yet again for no reason whatsoever, Awful. and I just want to say Happy Halloween to Katie Sutra. Happy Halloween. And Katie, I, I'm not mad at you. I'm just, you know, we have a history, and I think. Are you guys dated? No. Wait, I gotta hear about this. How? When did you and when did you and Katie? We date? never dated. Not a history. Oh, like you're just that. fucking. We, we have a professional history where oh. we haven't always seen eye to eye on things, and I think we've uncovered this in past shows. My point being is, I'm really not trying to make fun of Katie Sutra. It's just. Is it because you fucked her in the past that you don't want to make fun of her? I've never fucked Katie Sutra. <laughs> I've never had sex with Katie Sutra. <clears throat> Never. Are you sure? I'm yeah. positive. All right. You don't have to yell. I'm just asking. No, I'm I'm a thousand percent positive. Now that, you look like you're in denial. That has not nor <laughs> will not ever happen. Mm. And I'm fairly confident to say that. Is that the answer you're going and with? And I'm sure she would say the same thing. I oh, I'm sure she, she would. I mean, who would admit to sleeping with you? Nobody. I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> My point being is, Katie, I'm not trying to call you out to start any controversy or anything. But it, it, let's be real. If you came to the door and rang the doorbell, you're not getting candy. It's knock just not happening. Come knock on my door, Katie. Come least, and knock on my door. But you can knock on Josh's door because Josh has the spookiest, <clears throat> the best candy, but the spookiest of Spitfires oh, yeah. right here live on the Planet Platypus show. I do. Now, I know the last couple Spitfires were slacking a little bit. You think? A little bit, yeah. One out of the two. Last week's was good. I like last yeah, week's. Yeah, last week's was like kind of like a, a, a recycled one. Though. Yeah. That was one I had on deck, so... So, but for Halloween, I had to do a Halloween exclusive. Okay. And what I saw for us was like, remember when you were a kid, when your favorite Saturday morning cartoon would have that primetime Halloween special? Mm-hmm. Yes. I felt like we needed that animated Halloween special, but it's not in the budget. So we squeezed it all into a Spitfire this week, a very spooky, ooky Halloween Spitfire. All right. And it's called Planet Halloween. Nice. Ooh. 
it's kind of scary over here, guys. Man, shut the fuck up. I don't know up. if we should be trick-or-treating out here in this neighborhood. We shouldn't be trick-or-treating at all, man. We're not 40s. Man, we should have went to Platypus's neighborhood, man. Why? They give out the big candy bars, man. You know we live in a rich neighborhood. Over here, this way. What the hell? What was that? I don't know. Come on, let's go. This year, Halloween fell on a weekend. Me and the planet crew was trick-or-treating. Creeping the streets, getting sweets, looking freakish. Sneak in the graveyard and ask when we seen it. Can't believe it, it's an evil demon. Am I sleeping, dreaming? Do you even see it? Am I being squeamish? Are my looks deceiving? Be Mac and Black, both agree to flee. And then the demon speaks, he asks, Hey, what's up? Do you want to hang in a haunted strip club? Just up the hill to the abandoned mansion. Always free VIP for the planet. Fam. And beware if you're there when the clock strikes 12 You'll be stuck there forever in the bowels of hell Well that's a hard pass, gonna have to say no <laughs> What? VIP? Come on man, let's go! <laughs> step right up, step right up to the haunted strip club Beautiful ghouls inside, here to titillize and tantalate Your every need and desire <laughs> Hey, make sure you check out the champagne room So we walk in the door, can't believe what we saw We ain't never out, seen a club like this before The decor was macabre like they shop at Hot Topic So odd and bizarre, it was ghetto gothic And the ghouls were ghastly and the girls were nasty So the dildo show starring Thelma and Daphne After the act was a rap Elvira Swayed on stage trying to hypnotize ya Showed the vagina, I wanted to see more I leaned in, the pussy said, feed me Seymour Zombies party like the cast of Thriller Thought a zombie got me, it was just Glenn Miller Got a private dance from Morticia Bobby Max dressed as a gorilla Black gas, yo, we gotta get back If it's past midnight and all these monsters will kill you Attention all mortals If you're not out of the club in five minutes You'll be damned to hell for eternity But I guess it's not so bad, is it? But then the club transformed to a crazy maze We were facing danger, getting chased by Jason When our boy Dane Hansen went and punched his face And then he said, you're safe, I didn't mean to scare you Rearranged and changed into a crazy werewolf So we ran to the back, trying to hide in a better place This brother dog with a buzz on him, let the face Then a race down the hall to the elevator Natasha Nova, half a robot like the Terminator Shooting lasers, so we ran around the corner Saw a zombie body riding with some horse shooting a porno Hold up Tiny Taxi versus Annabelle yeah. Had the heavens evil twin Who? Had the hell Put a spell on the planet Gotta say farewell To spend eternity inside this club Damn the hell Ah, it's a planet Halloween Rock with the dead in the strip club scene Ah, it's a planet Halloween Rock with the dead in the strip club scene Ah, it's a planet Halloween Rock with the dead in the strip club scene Ah, it's a planet Halloween Rock with the dead in the strip club scene It is Halloween Spook Fire of the Week Wow Yes sir That was a hell of a production too Josh That wasn't just Great rapping, great storytelling That was well produced Yes uh, I had a lot of fun. Man. My brother is back. Yes. Yeah, dude. Maybe that you're right. The, Maybe that, is, 
the best piece of entertainment you've put together since the Area 51. As speaking as a person of voice talent, I listened to all the layers you put into that, dude, and I am floored cool. that you could do that in a week, let alone I know you did it in a day. He I did know that in you. a day. Yeah, Not even. On his last. The flow on that was what I was digging. Yeah, a lot of fun working on that. Love Halloween. So I've said this, this cool. and I don't know if you take this as a compliment or not, but I love the fact that I can understand everything you're saying no matter what pace you're saying it at. Cool. Like, I heard every word of that song, that it was awesome. It's not something like, I, I, I want to go back and listen to it again, but, yeah. like, I love that I can follow his work and not lose, you know, he's so clear. I'm just picturing in my head the uh, Planet Platypus cartoon. Like, remember in the 80s, like, when the cartoons would just do, like, you know, Flintstone babies, Scooby-Doo kids. Fucking yep. stuff. I could see, like, the Planet Platypus kids. <laughs> like, like, little cartoons with big heads, like, trick-or-treating, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Happy Halloween, Bobby <laughs> Mack, and happy Halloween to Monroe's. Last final words of the show. What's going on at Monroe's? Uh, okay, so you, obviously it's too late for you to come to Halloween unless you're listening tonight, in which case come by. Other than that, coming up next month, we have our annual calendar release party. Now, you know that in Monroe's is that company that does the photography with Mad Creative. Alfonso takes all of our pictures. We pick 12 of the hottest people on our staff. It could be for bartender, cocktail server, waitress. We select 12 of them. We go out. We do an individual photo shoot with each girl, just like fucking you know, Swimsuit Illustrated. Right. And we put together this amazing calendar. Everybody in the, everybody in the fucking nation has our calendar. Our calendar is like that one calendar oh, you yeah. have to have. Yeah. And we're... Our, calendar release party is november 14th join us for it all the girls will be on hand plus we're going to be giving away giant size uh photos of the you know things we're going to auction off for charity it's a huge event it's one of our yearly amazing things that we do so please come see us you guys are missing a boat if you don't get a picture of jimmy in his underwear i'm just saying those are mad creative photos are always top notch alfonso's great yeah alfonso's a pro and he it's like a work of art man that's one of the cool things like you walk through monroe's and you'll see like alfonso's pictures are up on the wall so yeah yeah. i love that they incorporate like gooch is one of them yeah angela's one of them i have the gooch one natasha's like seven of them (laughs) um one year they did a um they did an auction and they were auctioning off these big portrait pictures that they took in the calendars. That's what we're doing. And I'm just, I'm going years back when, when a Gucci was uh, around doing her thing and I was on the phone. I was one of the phone auction people and I was auctioning. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was auctioning against Scott and Jen and I got on the phone with Jimmy and I'm like, I'll, I'll bid on Gooch, you know? And and I'm like, I'll, I'll I'll do it for charity, but I'm not going more than four, 400 bucks, bro. I'm just not right. Right. So we get the thing started and Jimmy, I, I, Jimmy's got the phone to his ear while he's, I'm seeing on stage and he's like, okay, 100 plat. I'm like 150. He's like 150. He's like, and then all of a sudden it got to 450, like right out of like, once they Jeez. heard the, he's like, I got platypus from Tootsie's on the phone. And all of a sudden I hear someone go, 450 from the audience. I'm like, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. And then uh, Jimmy's like, do you want to go five? I'm like, all right, for Gooch, yeah, we'll go five. Do I hear six? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then it comes back to me, $700. <laughs> I paid $800 for a picture of a Gucci. Holy wow, shit. that's still in my house to this day. Holy shit! Yeah. Well, that you—I yeah. mean, if you're going to overpay for a picture, that's it the was one for a good cause. No, I, yeah, it was for a very and, good cause. And, and by the way, uh, that event is coming up. I'm working it. Jimmy's working it. And Jimmy was like, uh, "Yeah, so we'll put you on the mic, and you'll do that." I'm like, "Are you fucking nuts?" 
I'm like, this is what you do. You, I mean, these are your people. That is yeah. the moment. You need to have that microphone in your fucking hand at all times. I will back you up. Right. You go out there and and make this place explode because it, that's, I mean, man, To I, I would love to run an auction. I get it. That's fun and stuff. But I love watching Jimmy work in his element, man. Yeah. And I he does. He knows. Love it. He knows how to work that room for money too. There's no doubt. Like he'll get he'll get the money out of those people. He will. Like I'll. I'm an entertaining person when it comes to a, a feature. So uh, it's like if if there's nobody in the room, I'll be the whole audience for the yeah. feature. You know, I'm that kind of fun guy. But Jimmy can work. You and Jimmy. I've never seen people get more money out of uh, people. Than there's you definitely. Two. It's it's not easy. It's a skill. Like you, you have to kind of read what kind of yes. person and how much money they have and how far they'll go. Because it's not as easy as going somebody twenty dollars right now. You yeah. have to know that the guy in front of you has been throwing twenties or has and the money. Anytime yeah. I've done an auction, there's always someone who says I have a regular who is going to spare no. Ex there's no number that he won't go. Right, and it. It never works out that way. There's yeah. always a number, always and it becomes an embarrassing limit. moment. So you got to oh, kind of feel yeah. that out. And then you feel like shit, and now the girl knows that she's not worth. And the regular feels like shit, which yeah. hurts your business. So you got to be careful. Right. You got to be smart about it. Because like, because you'll say, it's the next person up here right now with five dollars, you know, whatever. And then you do it, and there's a hot thirty seconds where nothing happens. Yeah. And you're like, so now the girl's not worth five dollars, and you just reinforce that yeah. in her head. Try yeah. the chicken wings, everybody. <laughs> Bobby, here's a Reese's peanut butter cup for you. Thank you, sir. I will oh, I got a fresh one for you. Brian. And happy Halloween. And Platt, here's a dark Milky Way for you. Thank you. I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> Josh, here's a yeah. Tic Tac. Keep enjoying your yeah. weight loss. <laughs> yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, happy Halloween to all. And uh, we will see you. The next time we will see you, we're going to be 20. It'll be our 20th show. Yeah. Mm. So have a great one. Um, sorry to anybody we've insulted on this show. We didn't mean to, or maybe we did. But either way, we're always going to try and tell the honest truth of what we're feeling. So love us or hate us, that's what you're going to get from us. Planet Platypus Podcast. Check out our website. we got a lot of really, really cool stuff coming up. And uh, we'll see you next time. Come on!